All right, man, we back. We live. Welcome to another episode of the More Than Your Average Shows podcast. There's been a lot of interesting things going on these past two weeks. We're going to have a ball with this one, man. But what we start what we start with first, Fred? We start with the All-Star game, right? Yeah, let's talk about this All-Star weekend. What man. you thinking about it? What's your take on it? Well, man, I'm going to tell you. The first thing, first thing man, uh, I, although I'm looking forward to watching the game, and I'm glad we're having one, you know, but this the NBA is showing is all about the money right now. See what I'm mm-hmm. saying? With a limited number of fans able to buy tickets to 10 games or whatever, the majority of the earnings, I guess, coming from the TV revenue. So uh, the All-Star is going to draw a lot of high ratings and, you know, going to get a lot of revenue from it. So it's making it more and clear that the money is what's driving them having a the game. So COVID and all that stuff is out of the window when they come to them trying to get this money. You see what I'm saying? Uh, but LeBron and, and the other players like Giannis, Carmelo, uh, I think why I know Darren Fox said something as well, but they all kind of – voice a little bit of displeasure or or you know confusion as to why they're having the all-star game anyway you know but uh i think mm-hmm. i think in the situation i'm probably going to decide with the players in the debate uh whether they should have it or shouldn't have it uh, although i want to watch it i'm probably gonna go with the players because one well for three reasons really three reasons one is uh they, they it was said that they told the players they would have that weekend off Right. So they told them that they would be able to rest, recover and, and rejuvenate for the rest of the season. Right. And with the season already starting earlier than what they expected and them really not having a big off season to really get their bodies ready for the mm-hmm. season, they really going to need a break, you know, a mid break to, to get uh, ready for the next the next half. So either they're going to not give them that weekend off or maybe give them another week off after the All-Star weekend just so they can still rest. But. They may need to accommodate it some kind of way so they still get some rest. So, so that's the first thing is players gonna need their extra rest. Uh, the second thing is uh, we talked about it on the last part, man. The, the limited attendance at this All Star game is not is going to affect it to me uh, because it's not gonna have a full crowd. It's not gonna be fully packed. It's not gonna have a, a celebrities. It's not gonna have that energy and that atmosphere like past All Star games. So it's really gonna be a different feel completely than any other all-star game that we've had so uh so not having the crowd mm-hmm. and not having those participants you know cheering them on courtside and all that stuff like that moment we was talking about last part mm-hmm. it's gonna be different yeah. to begin with and uh, i guess the last thing is they they have the all-star in atlanta at <laughs> <out of> all <laughs> the city at all places i mean but that's atlanta. the only city that's really open it's wide open bro like like they never closed you know what I'm saying? It never shut down, you know, and it's going to be people uh-huh. everywhere, you know. It's going to be people out kicking it. They already out kicking it now, but people coming in from everywhere, you know. So players really going to probably be confined to their room or whatever. They're not going to really be able to go out and kick it and have fun like they did, you know, past All-Stars or whatever. Uh, if they do, you know, you know that's going to be pretty bad on them. But, but it's going to be different, man. So overall, I just think it's all about the money more than the health and safety of the players. And uh, even the, uh, the Players Association agreed to it. You see what I'm saying? So so they really don't have no – they got to play it, you know. So it is what it is at this point. I mean, well, of course it's about the money. My thing is I'm surprised that you being surprised that it's about the money. 
why else would you play this all-star game? There's no need to play this. If, if health, if you're going to continue to tell me that health and safety is your number one priority, why would you play this all-star game? It doesn't make sense. But at the same time, it's not surprising for me because, I mean, the NBA is a big corporation. They have to get money. They have to get paid. I mean, we can talk about this on a lower scale. You get like, like, let's talk about the promoter in Memphis, right? The party promoter, Curtis Gibbons, right? Mm-hmm. He's risking it all because he has to pay employees. Um, he has to make money, right? And ever since he had that blackout affair, he's been under in, in, in trouble. So everybody's going to risk it because at the end of the day, people are losing money. The NBA is losing money. The ratings right. are down. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, at the same time, I will say this. This surprised me. When LeBron came out and publicly spoke against having All-Star Weekend, I mm-hmm. thought they was going to shut that shit down right there. Right. Yeah. He, he didn't really have any – I'm going to say – I don't think he had any backing, man. Usually, like, when, when players like LeBron speak out like that, the NBA Players Association will get behind him, you know, or try to, like, vouch for him or try to go to battle for him. The Players Association already agreed to it. You see what I'm saying? So I don't know, man. Well, they did, but but I mean, he had the backing of Giannis. He had the backing of a two-time MVP. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? I could see if it was just De'Aaron Fox. Like, De'Aaron Fox, you nice and all that, but you don't hold that much weight yet. True. But True. I thought once once LeBron says something and Giannis says something, I thought, okay, they're going to shut this shit down. Instead, the motherfucker said, okay, so this is what we're going to do at halftime. <laughs> we're going to have a duck contest at halftime. You know what I'm saying? But what you were going to say, Chris? Yeah, I was – what Fred said, so it, your first point is, is is about the money. Yeah, it's got to be – I don't understand why they're doing an all-star game. The game don't count anyway. Uh, you at first said that you weren't going to have it, so it's pretty much like telling you you're going to be off and then telling you you got to work. And Max, the second thing you said, uh, yeah. <laughs> now uh, about the crowd, you said it's gonna be different. I don't think it would feel that different, just because, like, I'm watching the Super Bowl and they said it was a limited number of people in the crowd, but it showed didn't look like it. I guess from the way they was doing the camera angles, right, right. That's what that was. That's that's what that was. That's yeah. exactly what that was. So go ahead, though. So they, you know, I would imagine they do the same thing. Uh, you know, for the NBA, just make it make it look packed. But I just don't see any reason to risk right. catching COVID for again because it, it ain't gonna take but one person to get it and be like, mm-hmm. oh, they shouldn't have had it. And these and these are stars. These are star players too, man. These ain't you know the guys you can't play the game without. Yeah, that's yeah. Good point. Good point. So you lose a LeBron, you lose a Steph Curry. Good you know, point. You losing money anyway. You know. Well, I try I try not to be critical of the NBA or any other organization that's yeah. learning on the fly with this COVID shit. Because again, we are learning it on the fly. But it's like some some things just don't make sense to me. Like I was watching a game where KD was playing against um I forgot who they were playing against. But at the beginning of the game, he could not play because of an iffy mm-hmm. COVID test. Um, so we end up coming off the bench in the first quarter. And then in the third quarter, they said he can't play no more <laughs> because he 
contact tracing. It, but in my mind, it's like, well, if KD has to miss three games because of this, shouldn't oh it was Toronto? Shouldn't Toronto and all of Brooklyn have to miss the next three games as well? Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, no, that that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, but again, but again, I try not to yeah. knock it, man. This everybody just we trying to yeah, do the true, best man. we can. Nobody with this knows. Shit. Yeah, I, I don't know if we had this instance before, but what about a player? I'm not even gonna say LeBron because he's. A, I mean, what if an All Star player just said, "Fuck it, I'm not going." I think they're gonna find them. I think they find the players if they don't play. They All Stars, bro. They they all got big big banks. How much they gonna find them? Yeah, they can pay it. They can pay it though for sure. That's true. They can pay it if they want. Don't want to play. They can. Because I'm kind of thinking. Now, it has to be a LeBron or a Giannis. It has to be a mm-hmm. face of the league to lead the way. But I think if one does it, I think everybody else will follow suit. Mm-hmm. But I think I think they're gonna end up playing. Yeah, I'm just I'm thinking of the situation if that one player gets sick and then he has to oh. miss time and then the team mm-hmm. loses those games and then at the end of the season, oh well, if they would have had so and so after the All Star break, they would have made the playoffs. So they would have all that. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't even think that'll be a consideration because I mean, KD to miss what six yeah, games because yeah. of this shit. Um, I know it was one point in B, Ben Simmons, self carry. Like we played with eight players, most of them was yeah. either rookies or yeah. D leaguers. You know what I'm saying? So every team is going through that situation. Yeah. The Grizzlies, the Grizzlies didn't play a yeah. game for like two weeks. You know what I'm saying. So I mean, I don't know, man. It's just. Hey man, we doing this on the fly with this uh, <laughs> good old run. Yeah, like I said, man, I'm glad they're having a the game though. I'm, I'm, I want to see it. You know, you don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. I I don't care to see it. I want to see it, man. No, because I mean, for one, you can't duplicate last year. You can't. Yeah, last year was man. Uh, that, that atmosphere, uh, man. you cannot. Yeah. Oh. You can't. You can't duplicate that. Like and like, I know Chris used the example of the Super Bowl, but a Super Bowl, right, even if. Right. It was packed to capacity. The fans are not going to be on the field. <laughs> right. Last year, right. I seen yep, yep. Celebrity Row on the court like they at Rucker Park. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't duplicate that. That was, that was a moment. The Super Bowl had them cardboard cutouts. Y- y'all didn't see that? Like, it made it look like it was packed, but it was just oh, cardboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I noticed that shit. I was like, wait a minute, Brad. <laughs> I see somebody walking down the aisle. Yeah, I see a card. I'm confused. Just, I was drunk too. I ain't know what the hell was going on. But yeah, man. Um, so yeah, I'm not with it, but they're gonna do it. Of course, it's money grab. You know, um, you gotta get the bag, gotta secure the bag. I mean, you gotta fulfill obligations. They gotta I don't know what network, mm-hmm. I guess it's ABC that they that host the events or whatever. But right. they got to figure out a way to um, fulfill obligations, man, you know. But speaking of all-stars, though, let's talk about all-stars of the past, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to start with KG because this is a quote from KG. KG is quoted as saying players from 20 years ago couldn't survive in this era. They wouldn't be as good in this era. What y'all think about that, man? <laughs> Well, you know, uh, this, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you first thing. The, the first thing is this is surprising coming from an old head. You know, usually the old heads 
are are highly critical, overcritical over of today's game. But you know, for for to come from an old head and say that, it, I guess it's going to carry more weight for one. Uh, so, but uh, I have been saying for years that this is the most skilled era of basketball, man. Uh, players shoot better from three, shoot deeper, have better handles. They're more athletic, uh, bigger, faster, stronger. Uh, so, so the game has is this is the most skilled uh, era of basketball. I say it all the time, uh, and I always say just because it was physical and you were able to foul, don't mean you just had lockdown defense, right? You just mean you were just you were just out there fouling, and you can get away with it, you know. Exactly. <laughs> So, so I agree with a lot of what KG said. So, with that, with understanding that it is some exceptions to what he said, it, it, it's always players that can play across eras. You know, it's always those players that can that can play in any era. Jordan, you know, uh, Pip, you know, people like that. But for the yeah. majority, I think he's correct, man. You know, he brought up the hand checking thing to where, like today's game, you really got to like cut people off. You got to hit them angles. You got to slide your feet. You know what I'm saying? Or he and he mentioned like how the bigs now are more able to shoot different shots and initiate the offense. And like back then, the bigs probably wouldn't even be able to play in today's game because they wouldn't be able to stretch the floor or move, you know, they wouldn't be able to do certain things that, that today's bigs are able to do. So they probably would uh not even be able to play in his in his league. They'll probably find a way to get them in, but it'll be different type of play for them. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but he also talked about how Steph, Dame, and Clayton revolutionized the game. You know, they took it to another level with the three ball, uh, pulling up from the logo, you know, uh, all this. The players, uh, they would in the 90s would have had to play, would have had, had to extend yeah, the defense. The, the spacing right, is different. They would have to extend that defense out. They couldn't just play back. and You know, they're going to have to play up on you a little bit more. Uh, but uh, he said these guys would be getting dropped now by, uh, you know, by <laughs> – so I was thinking the first thing we said when these guys would probably be out there getting dropped was like Kyrie. Kyrie would be out there cooking. You know what I'm saying? I was thinking Iverson. Iverson was out there getting ankles. You see what I'm saying? You could put a guys like Kyrie and Harden, you know. I was say you, we, we, we didn't have to go to Kyrie. No, I got, I got you. What you, what you thinking about it, Chris? I agree with it. I mean, it depends on what players you're referring to because – you know, there's some people, especially the shooters, obviously you'll still be able to get, you know, buckets today. It's the biggest thing to me that the defense is different. But I mean, just like Fred said, it's you know, it's the big men. <laughs> they I've seen Ewing make maybe two threes in his career. Elijah Wan may have stepped out there on desperation, <laughs> but yeah, these these big men that dominated the post, it's just it's so different now. But see, that's that's why I disagree. Because even when niggas bring up that that point about Jordan that he couldn't shoot, I feel like if Jordan played in today's era, he would learn how to shoot. Um, I feel like if Akeem, David Robinson, uh, maybe even Ewan, because when people like I know on last week's part or the last part we did, Fred referred to Joel and B like Shaq. He's supposed to be like Shaq dominating, but he's so goofy or whatever he said. But to me, Embiid is more like Patrick Ewan. He's goofy. He's not fluent like Shaq was. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think if the focus was 
okay, guys, we you you're big. Okay, we need you to dominate the post. We need you to get ten rebounds a game. Help, but we also need you to be able to stretch the floor. I think they were skilled enough to do so. And when I say they, I'm strictly referring to Patrick Ewing, David Robinson. Now, Shaq, I don't think he would have ever been able to shoot. Yeah, no. Nah. Because he never showed yeah. touch. But Patrick Ewing, Lodge One, David Robinson, they always showed touch. Um, and they could, and all of them could step out a little bit too. They just never had to step out beyond the three-point line. Wait, man, I was thinking some players <laughs> who would be getting dropped. <laughs> Number one, Mark Price dropped. <laughs> uh, let me see. Uh, your boy Scott Skiles, he be getting he be getting dropped. I ain't, I ain't gonna front. I ain't gonna front on Mark Price. Mark Price will get dropped. God. I ain't gonna front on Scott Skiles either. I'm gonna tell you what, I ain't gonna front on them. Your boy Doc Rivers. I mean, <laughs> Doc would have been out there getting dropped. Hey, Doc couldn't foul. <laughs> hey, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, I ain't gonna front on them, man. I ain't, I, I ain't gonna front on Scott Scouts was, was tough, tough, man. He, he was physical. He was physical. He gonna, he gonna, he gonna have to get them ankles though. You know, <laughs> Mark Price is one of the greatest shooters of all time. You, you should, I've seen Mark Price drop people. You'd be surprised. Yeah, all into a YouTube rabbit hole. He wasn't, he wasn't slow though. He wasn't slow. You know what I'm saying? But, but yeah. I don't know. Craig Elo. Craig Elo would be getting Mark Price, Craig Elo, Doc Rivers. Well, I, I'm mean, I ain't gonna say Doc or Craig Elo, because they went all stars. But they like Mark Price wouldn't be an all-star no. today. No, he, nope. No right. way. He'll be a good off the bench player. A good role player. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he come in, knock down some threes, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, I mean, I agree I agree with Kevin Garnett ultimately, but I just thought it was weird that cause it was just two like do y'all mm -hmm. ever catch yourself talking about twenty years ago like it was yesterday? <laughs> right. Like Kevin Gar right, Kevin Kevin Garnett is saying he don't right, think players right. twenty years ago could survive in this day's era. It's, it's, I think he forgot he is part of 20 years ago. <laughs> like, you, you're talking about yourself, too. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think he forgot that part. He must have meant 30 or 40, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's what I'm thinking. He must have meant the John Havlicek years and shit like that. Because it's like, John Havlicek, you're a bum. You wouldn't, you wouldn't survive, John Havlicek. You know, I say I say this thing, and we, we gonna get off this because we could go on forever about this. Let me let me actually one though. Let me actually one though. So, do you think I I I mean I'm I'm in I'm in the middle on this one. Let me ask you this: Do you think John Stockton would be a crossover player, like a generational player? Uh, it would have to be the perfect situation. I saw Allen Iverson give John Stockton a business, and I saw John Stockton give AI a business. Mm -hmm. But if you like, if like Shaq, LeBron, mm -hmm. you take these players, you put them anywhere, they gonna thrive, right? I'm not sure if I can say the same about John Stockton, right, or Carl Malone. Right, I agree. That's why I'm. That's why I'm, I waver as to. 
uh, if Stockton, you know, he was a great passer, you know, you know, good, 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 strong, aggressive uh, player, good mm-hmm. hustler. You know, he, he, he played hard. Uh, but I struggled with if he could play with in today's game without, with with the speed of the game without slowing it down and you know with it being such a tempo type of offense today would he even fit in today's type of game you know I mean but when you so. talk about the all time leader in assists the all time leader in steals Utah best right. three point shooter ever it's like ah I think he may have mm-hmm. adapted bro. Yeah, yeah, that's why. That's why I say I, I'm in the middle. <laughs> I would have to see it, you know. what I'm saying I don't know for sure, but I think he will be okay. <laughs> because because I'm oh, not gonna lie, John Stockton is the one point guard from back in the day that just gets overlooked. And I'd be like, yeah, we, we just sleeping on. I know yeah. he, I know yeah. he, the little white boy from Utah, but yeah, he got busy, man. The mm-hmm. proof is in the pudding, right. and you can't be a LeBron fan and come to me with numbers all the fucking time. And not understand the numbers that John Stockton yeah, right. put up, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I, I mean it, it's, it's interesting though. It's interesting for sure because yeah. I mean some of the players I feel like would thrive. Oh, here we go. I got one hot take before we move on to the next topic. And I've said this mm-hmm. for I've said this for as long as I can remember. Bill Russell was Dennis Rodman, bruh. <laughs> Bill Russell yeah. was Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman, though, he he was he wasn't like he was good at what he did, though. He was superior at what he did. You see what I'm saying? Bill Russell, too. So absolutely. Which is not we shouldn't mention him with the greatest of all time. I agree. That's why that's why he's not mentioned. That's even though he got 11 rings. Oh, he he Bill Russell is revered, bro. People love that man. But I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not impressed that you're jumping over somebody that has to go be a plumber when they get off work. I'm not impressed by that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like straight up, we we got to yeah. be truthful about we yeah, got to be know, that, truthful about Bill Russell. That's another reason why a lot of the, well, I'm gonna let go move on on, but that's another reason like players from uh, like 60 on back don't get the don't get even in the conversation of stuff like that because. Really, guys weren't even really, you know, they were just doing it because they, they they was tall or, you know, was was just athletic. They weren't just like the best skilled cats. You know what I'm saying? They was just better, you know, just taller or more athletic than almost everybody else. You know what I'm saying? So so it wasn't just that they were just. <laughs> Clyde Drexler won MVP, <laughs> and he, he, didn't, he didn't even dribble with his head up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, bro. What is this? I still, I still to this day, I've never seen Dr. J take a jump shot. <laughs> you know who else be dribbling with their head down? Who? Mellow. Well, Mellow is different. <laughs> Mellow is a score. Mellow is is a great player, bro. But he has the lowest IQ. Of all the <laughs> like, like, bro, what are you doing? You're not gonna pass the ball, bro. You're just gonna sit there. But, but since, but since we own Melo, what do we, what do we rank Melo, man? Like, let's let's go all time. Let's give me your best five power forwards. I'm putting both of y'all on the spot right now. Your all time, give me your top five power uh, small forwards. Uh, 
I don't care who go first. Top five small forwards. Small yeah, forwards. Go ahead, Chris. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah, nigga, need time to think. I see what you're doing. Oh, you said small? Yeah, small forwards. <laughs> <laughs> you said small forwards? Small forwards. Damn, small forward. Um, I give I give I give y'all time to think. I give y'all time mm. to think. Here, I'm I'm gonna go with mine, right? I'm going LeBron, of course, KD, Scotty Pippen, Kawhi Leonard, mm. Melo. Mm. I don't think Melo making my top five. Uh, I got I got Brun, I got Bird, Bird. I got KD. <sighs> Hell yeah, bird, bro. I got, I got, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, I got, it. I got him in my top five for sure. So LeBron, Bird, uh, KD, Scotty, and I gotta go with. Uh, I don't want to put. Kawhi. I don't know if it's it's between Kawhi and Dr. J. <laughs> uh, so I'm kind of leaning more to Dr. J. Hey, God, you never seen made a jump shot. He revel. Okay, so Chris, I'm gonna give you. I'm- I'm gonna give you some more time to think, Chris, because I got a question for uh Fred. Fred, we seen KD bust LeBron ass. Yeah. Well, what the fuck would Larry Bird do with KD? Uh, he couldn't. He, Come on, man. See, this nobody, go back. This go back to KG. I don't think nobody. You in the motherfuckers 80s. couldn't hang with this. I agree. I don't think nobody in the '80s could hold KD for one. But I'm just saying for 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 uh, his era, Bird and Magic saved the league. They did save the league. Granted, you know what I'm saying? granted, gotta, they saved the league. Gotta, I give you, know, you that. You gotta give him the prop. Yeah, you gotta you gotta give him give him his props for what he did in his in his time. You see know well, what I'm saying? Bo- well, Bob Cousy was the first Kyrie. Man, Bob Cousy. I ain't even, I couldn't even say I couldn't even tell you if Bob Cousy was good or not. <laughs> he wasn't. I can't tell you. <laughs> he was. He dribbled the ball. He was playing patty cake. <laughs> see, go ahead, Chris. <laughs> and see, I don't I don't want to comment on people too far back just because I I haven't seen them play. But I I agree with Bird. I'm gonna say Bird. I'm gonna say LeBron. I'm gonna say Pippen. Um, no, or, no, in order, Chris, in order. Oh, in order. Okay. Uh, uh, oh. All right, LeBron, Bird, Pippen. So I go ahead and say KD. The you know, disrespect of KD is so real, bro. Uh, five. I'm gonna say Dominique. Dominique. I mean, Chris <laughs> Melo just passed Dominique. <laughs> I, w- I wanted to put someone different out there. I'm disappointed in both of y'all, bro. Like we, uh, can we talk about? Can we talk about the elephant in the room, man? Can we address that? <laughs> Go ahead, man. What's that? <laughs> Again, I asked you because LeBron. I'm gonna say LeBron and Pimpin. Out of all of the uh, small forwards that we named, LeBron and Pimpin are the best, the two best defensively, right? Will we say that? Mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. he want to be okay. So that's – I mean, we've seen LeBron hold five positions. I, I don't know. You named Kawhi. You named Kawhi. Because to me, you named- Kawhi is, is pimping with a better jump shot. Yeah. Right. I agree. So it'll be Brun, Scotty, then Kawhi as far as defense. I, I, I think okay. so. I think you got Okay. It. So we've seen KD bust all three of their ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, well, we didn't know. see him bust Pippin' ass, but we seen him bust 
um, LeBron and Kawhi ass. Yet y'all have Bird rated over KD. I'm curious as to why. Because one, uh, KD jumped on a 73-9 Golden State Warriors <laughs> team to get them chips. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and Bird, like I said, say the league. You know when when you got when you when you did something as great as save the league, man. It's hard not to give you your your flowers, bro. You see what I'm saying, and, and give you your credit. You know, what I mean, it's just I got to give him his due. You know, I I think KD is KD is one of the greatest scores the game has ever seen, though. Uh, so I just I just got to give Bird his props as for what he did. And so it's Melo. I mean, y'all the disrespect to Melo is crazy. And, and Bird played with other all stars. Well, I mean, what? Well, well, yeah, he did. I mean, well, you yeah. know what Melo's problem? Well, Melo doesn't have is <laughs> did did Melo did Melo as the leader of the team ever get out of the first round? Yeah, or the second round? How far yeah. did he take the team as the leader of the team? Western Conference Finals in uh, Denver. And yeah, in Denver they made it to the uh, conference okay, finals. Okay, that's as far as he went, right? Yeah. But so so he didn't ever really take the team to the levels that the others did. You see what I'm saying? That's why I would. That's why he's not top five to me. I mean, well, Chris named Dominique. Yeah, Atlanta Atlanta other guys. I mean, they all got. They all, all got chips. Uh, facts. Okay, facts. Can't argue that. Yeah, let's go. So I, I, I have no idea how far he took the Hawks. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't go far. God damn it! It was either Boston, yeah, Chicago, or Detroit. <laughs> That we know. <laughs> yeah. All right, so check it. Check it. The next mellow I want to discuss, which is LaMelo Ball. LaMelo Ball has, he has it, bro. You know who he reminds me of, man? And this is high compliment coming from a Memphis nigga. He reminds mm-hmm. me of Penny. He reminds me a lot of Penny, man. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, I can uh, see that. With his passing ability, you know, his court vision, he's tall. Uh, you know, he and he got flair to his game. He's stylish. I can see that. I can see that Penny reference. I mean, well, again, that goes back to what we talked about pretty much most of this podcast is the difference in the generational gap. I think if Penny played today, Penny, Penny would be able to shoot the three. Um, I know in my generation, when we shot the three ball, we screamed Bird. Bird never made more than 100 threes in a season. Yeah, yeah, you know, uh, but but he has his own style. I, I I could see, I could definitely see see the penny reference. But man, but dude, uh, you know the way he shoots the three. That's the only difference I can see him and Penny game. You know, Penny, you know he he can get down in the post. Penny could post you up. Yeah, Penny. Pen- you know what I'm saying? Uh, that's the only difference I can see. Penny and G Hill for sure. Oh man, P- Penny post game was underrated. Penny post game was underrated. Man, Penny had like. When he got you in that post, bro, he was so taller than those small guards that, man, he was – he, you know what I'm saying? He can put that footwork on you and just get a bucket, you know? Same, same. I feel the same. Yeah, yeah. But, man, I tell you, I do like LaMelo Ball, man. I, 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 watch, I watch Charlotte more than I ever watched Charlotte in my life. <laughs> I've never watched Charlotte game ever. <laughs> yeah, Charlotte, Charlotte is one of them teams. It's like Charlotte, mm-hmm. Brooklyn. My Sixers, I like. I gotta watch Charlotte whenever they own. If I, I'm, I'm definitely watching Charlotte for sure. You ain't catch. You ain't got a chance to catch them out. Uh, catch them, Chris. Yeah, I saw them play the uh, Grizzlies last night, or maybe the night before last night. 
Yeah, he he was looking good. His shot ugly as hell to me, but <laughs> I yeah, I don't know what's up with that shot, but that should be falling. The best the best ball shooter is the the middle kid, right? The best shooter was the middle dude, right? The middle kid. What his name is? Uh the one that didn't make it. Yeah. And he like the best Jello. He all three of them. Jello. And he like the best one. <laughs> uh, Why <laughs> Why you saying like that, man? But like you know, you know, Lonzo, Lonzo shot ugly, and then you know, Melo's shot is uh, is just not the the prettiest thing. He make it, it ain't. Okay, so Melo, yeah, okay. So Lonzo's shot is ugly. Melo's shot is just unique. It's unorthodox. Yeah, yeah, it's unorthodox. Yep, yep. Like it's like the it's it's like the way the way he gather into his shot. It ain't the shot. It ain't the follow through, like yeah. like it is with Lonzo. It's the way he yes. gathers. It's like yeah. what's wrong with your feet, bro? His feet, man. It's his feet, bro. It's his legs. Like he he like kick both his legs up at the same time or something. I don't know. I can't, can't explain it. But his his legs look funny, man. I don't know what his legs doing. He just be hooping, man. But uh, Chris, what you got for us, man? What's the on the spot question? All right, so uh, this is gonna be pretty much a trivia question. I'm good at this shit. So <laughs> this is going to go along with the theme that we were speaking earlier about the about the All Star All Star game. So uh, I'm gonna say this should be the most recent player. I don't know if it's the only player, but so I'm saying who's the most recent player to make an All Star? team uh, uh, who's the most recent player to make an all-star game with four different teams that's tough who is that chris paul he done made it with four, with four with, <laughs> no 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 chris paul is chris paul is houston okc Clippers. wait is it chris paul it, well, yeah, he it, might make a damn you might be right is it chris paul it's nah. not chris paul's not it's not a way. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Yeah, it might be Chris Paul. Hold on. No, no. <laughs> yeah, new, new the New Orleans Hornets, the Clippers. Did he play in the playoff? Did he? He made it last year. Did he make it with OKC? Uh, and that was with uh, OKC. Now, did he make it with Houston? No, I don't think he might have. I don't know. He made it with Houston. Not. He might have. Uh, but if he makes it this year, it'd be four, four, but I think he did. I think he did. Uh, I don't Trout, know man. for sure. But who, but who do you, who's the answer? Who's the answer? <laughs> oh, no, I'm gonna let you guess. I'm let y'all guess. I'm let y'all guess on that. I'm going. I'm 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 going with you, Fred. That was a, that was a hell of a guess. I know. I know he didn't make it one of them years. But he a ten time. He a ten time NBA All Star. He a ten time NBA All Star. I don't, he didn't make it with Houston. He didn't make it with Houston. So, yeah, he, he didn't get Okay, it. so wait. There's still a chance. If he makes it this year, to be four. Hold up, but we still got the clip. We yeah. still got the Clippers. We got his New Orleans first go-round. We got OKC. <laughs> okay, so you're right. You're right. Yeah, okay. All right, so you're right. You're right. Okay, so hold up. Hold up, man. I'm still in this. Let me let me, let me me take a guess. Let me go. Who, tra- who travel? I'm gonna throw one. Out. I'm gonna just throw one out there. I don't know. I'm gonna say Ray Allen. Oh, how obvious is this? It's fucking Shaq, right? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Shaq did play for 18. 18. Yeah. <laughs> how obvious is this? 
Because that nigga still was making the all-star team when he played for Phoenix, and he was a bum. That that was that was the fourth one was Phoenix. Yeah, he was a bum. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, I win. What what do I get? Uh, I wanna, uh, uh, let's let's research this this Ray Allen though. That would have how many teams Ray Allen got, had to have made one in Seattle. Seattle, Milwaukee, Boston. Well no, that's three. Because he ain't make one in Miami. Okay, so yeah, that is three. He ain't making it in Miami, yeah. Yeah, yeah so that 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 have to be three. Yeah, but I was I was thinking has has there a been joint, Chris. Yeah, I was thinking has there been a player that's, that's <laughs> got all star team with four different teams, and I was like Shaq. I was like Phoenix. That that had to be the fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you remember because he was on he was on, he was on stage. He did the Jabberwocky um, dance and shit in the all star game. Yeah, with the, uh, the the dudes that dance with the white mask on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of uh, fan voting, why is Clay Thompson <laughs> like? <laughs> why is Clay Thompson like number six in, in voting? <laughs> hey man, uh, yeah. them them San Francisco them Bay Area fans loyal. You remember that they had to change the rule because they voted Jaja Pachulia in the starting lineup. <laughs> Them Bay Area fans loyal, <laughs> straight up. That man got more votes than I think he got more votes than Donovan he got Mitchell. More votes than CJ McCollum. <laughs> huh? He ain't played not a second. It was C. It was CJ McCollum. That's who it was. I knew it was somebody because I just seen that on Inside mm. the NBA the other night. But um, <laughs> that's that's a good segue, Chris. Actually, nah. Let's not talk about that right now. I mean, hell, we running over time again. So let's talk about – let's go with your boy Steph Curry, man. Mm-hmm. I want to first and foremost apologize to Wardell Stephen Curry. That motherfucker is amazing, man. He He's amazing. Like, I be looking at – because. The thing that's amazing about him this year, because I wanted to see how Steph, I wanted to see Steph carry a team to the playoffs. I, they're not going to win it. I don't expect them to win it. I don't expect them to carry it. I don't expect him to carry them that far. But I'm seeing him do deal with boxing ones and all kind of different attention. Yet he's still doing what he's doing. And I've enjoyed every game I've watched of Golden State this year, man. That man is amazing. I I couldn't I, I agree. Steph is having one of his best seasons of his career. Uh, he's averaging thirty points, five assists, five rebounds right now. You know he got he. I think if he can get Golden State to only way he can get into like the MVP discussion, really though, to me is if he gets Golden State to maybe like the fourth seed. I don't think I don't think he battling for seventh or eighth will get him to the MVP discussion for a, a for real for real chance mm-hmm. to win it, but he is definitely playing outstanding outstanding basketball, and we knew he would have to do this coming into the season because uh, they lost Clay and they lost KD, so it was like yo you know if they're gonna even have any chance he's gonna have to come out there and <laughs> and, and shoot the cover off the ball you know so. Uh, I think I think he he still yeah. uh, he's yeah. he's balling. I just think they need to make sure that they equate that to wins. And you know, if they like I said, they can get to the fourth, 
fourth seed. My man, he he definitely will be in the, in an MVP discussion. Yeah, it, it'll have to be at least a fifth seed to get him in. If he can get him to the fifth seed, he the MVP of the, of of um, the season for sure, in my opinion. Because again, I I doubted the man. I didn't think he could do it. Um, but I, I will say one thing he does. Man, I lost again. One thing he does more this year than any other year, and you can tell in his build, he didn't got bigger, so he can like take more punishment because it ain't just all threes. He's getting in the paint now too, more so than I've seen him in pre- previous years. But right, right, to see all of the attention that he's getting, and for him to handle business like he handled handling business, it's like oh shit. Because I know we started off the pies talking about cap. Go ahead, Chris. No, I was saying when you hit that many threes, it can't help but open up the lane for you. Yeah, yeah I mean, well, for one, that's Steph Curry. Because I've, I've always um, had this this argument with my cousin that, like, I don't think Steph handles are nuts. Uh, they're good, but I don't think they're nuts. Give me Kyrie, um, give me Kyrie, CP3, Kimball Walker over Steph any day in regards to handles. But if that nigga raises his eyebrow. You think he about to pull it. So that makes his handles look crazy. You see what I'm saying? Because you got to respect that hezzy. So if he, as soon as he like bring his, his off, his offhand in towards the ball, like as soon as he has these, you got to respect that. And that makes his handles look crazy. But I didn't know. Yeah, go. I think go. They gonna get their fifth seed, bro. That that they still getting used to playing with each other. I can because me being a fan of Steph and having my eye on Steph, I've seen them at the beginning of the season not be able to find him when he's open when he's moving. To I can watch last night where a guy has a wide open three, and he sees Steph wide open and he passes it to Steph and just starts celebrating. Just like in the Andrew Bogut days. You remember that? <laughs> I tell you, man. <laughs> like, you, you pass it to him. He's open. You know it's money. Well, it, it ain't like they're out of it, though. It's only like they only like two games back from them. They only got two games back from, the, like, the fourth seed, you know, two or three games back. Well, two games back, actually, from the fourth seed. So, you know, it ain't like that they are out of it from getting that, getting to that point. So, uh, I can still they – can, they can still make it. They just got to, like – it's going to be tight. It's going to be tight up in, in, in that little four to eight range. Yeah, it's going to be tight. Uh, well, I ain't going to say four to eight. I'm going to go with six through eight. It's going to be tight through there. Um, but I do have an impromptu question for you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm really finna see if y'all really paying attention to this thing called the NBA, right? Mm-hmm. Is Denver uh, – not Denver, but is Utah serious, man? <laughs> He said that before we started. Fred said that before we started. Man, <laughs> I just told Chris that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they, 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 they rolling. But I think it's um. I mean, I really think it's chemistry. They've got pretty much the same team returning from last year, and they've had the same team for a while now. I think Conley's comfortable now. I know he's definitely had to adjust to a different role and, you know, different offense. I think he's, you know, more comfortable now. And Donovan Mitchell has only gotten better year by year. i tell you this, for them guys to have the number one seed in the West, ain't nobody's talking about them. Nobody. Like, like, uh, 
I guess nobody's seeing them sit. Nobody's taking them serious right now. I, I know they sh- they're gonna have to start soon and soon enough if these guys keep playing like this. But nobody's taking them serious as contenders. And you know, um, they they putting foot on uh, Milwaukee's neck tonight. You know, so uh, they do they do it defensively. I, I don't think they just do it with flash or something like that to where they draw a lot of uh, attention. But uh, they're definitely gonna they're gonna make some noise, man. Uh, they are they they should be taken seriously here in a minute. Yeah. So is Utah the is is Utah the Denver of last year? No, can't say that because you remember they played each other in the first round. So they were the same. Like if we just just including the regular season, um, they were the same. They they were a four or five matchup in the first round last year. And the thing that that I'm looking at that's crazy is because yeah, I'll say well. Yeah, I I meant that as in as Denver being because Denver surprised everybody last year, but I don't know if if we're really really because Utah is a good team, so I mean yeah we got to be surprised that they number one, but they've got one of the top teams upper teams in the West anyway, so they should be winning anyway. But it's not just that they're winning; they're blowing through motherfuckers. (laughs) Like it's not even close. Like you see what they're doing in Milwaukee tonight. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so I said they putting foot on their neck tonight. They just taking care of business. I think you, I think Utah. I think in order for people to real, because I don't think people realize that. I think they're like twenty and five or twenty one and five. I think they're gonna have to have one of these Saturday night games, or they're gonna have to play a, play a Brooklyn or a Clippers or a Lakers and text they ass, and then people will be like, oh shit. Cause I don't think people paying attention, bro. Cause I'm just sitting back looking like, and I and, and me as a gambler, I I never want to bet with them. Cause I I feel like Utah, they this good? No. It even cause um, Donovan Mitchell missed some games with a concussion, and they were still just plowing through motherfuckers. And I was telling I was telling Conk, Mike Conley didn't even play tonight. But I'm with I'm with I agree with you, Chris. I think Mike Conley did not play tonight, and they still he didn't play tonight. Because I was just about to agree with Chris and say I think, hey man, we might need to keep an eye on Utah. That's gonna be bad for business because don't nobody want to see Utah in the finals. I don't feel like people do. I don't want to see Utah in the finals. <laughs> I want to see as as much as I hate LeBron. I want to see LeBron in the finals. <laughs> I know, I know. Utah will be the boringest finals. Oh my God. Oh no. Yeah, I ain't trying to see unless that. uh well James Harden them, I guess Brooklyn will still draw attention, but you know. Now I ain't gonna lie, I don't even want to see my Sixers in the finals this year. I wanna see I wanna see Brooklyn and LA. That's what I wanna see. Nothing else matters. I want to see Brooklyn and LA. I want to see a class of the Titans. Right. And, I want, and I want to see LeBron lose again. Oh, now look here. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. If LeBron beat the, that Titan, that Titan matchup, uh, yeah, just get ready. Hey, look, man. You know, get ready for that elevation. You know what I've been hearing all week? <laughs> like, who's the GOAT? Like, LeBron and Tom Brady are the same. No, they're not. Tom Brady is seven what? and three in the fucking <laughs> Super Bowl. LeBron is like three and four and seven. Let me, let me, man, let, let's talk about. Well, I, I know we don't talk football, but let's talk about this this situation a little bit, just a tad bit, because we brought up Brian compared. Because I think Tom Brady gets so much credit, man, but 
them defenses were awesome in those Super Bowls, right? So was, you know what I'm saying? So, so it's was, not like basketball. So was Ray Allen when he drifted back to the three point line, bro. He was awesome in that moment. Big shots are made. Big shots are made. But but let's put it this way. Let's put it this way. You give Peyton Manning some of those same defenses, could he have won seven? Peyton Manning had better defenses. What are you talking about? Not in Indy. Not in Indy. (laughs) Peyton Manning just scored 40 points. Bro, he had Dwight Freeney coming off the edge. What are you talking about? Hey, look, man, we're we're not doing this. We're not doing this. We're not doing this. This is not a football podcast. I'm, I'm going to say it one more time. Now, yeah, yeah. We're, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Hey, you brought up. No, what you got to say? Go ahead and say it. Hey, uh, no, I just, I just say this, man. I, I can see the comparison because uh, the dominance, you know, over time, they're both 40s. They're both, they're both playing past, past their, you know, usual primes of normal players. They're both playing beyond normal primes. Brady is 40-something. Brun is – 36. You LeBron fans are fucking delusional. I'm just saying, like you LeBron fans are delusional. Brady Brady has won 70% of the time, bruh. 70% of the time he's won. You know, you know how Brian fans, you know what you know what Brian fans say? Brian fans say, hey, he was an underdog in most of his finals. You know who Brady was an underdog against? The Chiefs, the motherfucking uh um, yes, yes, the greatest show on turf with the Rams. Does Brady played defense. That's, All right. Hey man, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, look, cause I, 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 we gotta get this in, bro, cause we had an hour right yeah. now and we're going over, so we gotta get this in. Fred, please tell me you heard Clay Thompson <laughs> and Draymond Green go off on this Rodney guy for Detroit, bro. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, baby. They basically clown. They straight clown, dude, man. Hey, <laughs> oh man. Hey, hey, I'm, hey. Go, go ahead. I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna let you go first on this one. I'm gonna let you go first on this one, man. Hold on. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't. I don't have much to. I don't have much to say. But that was. That was. You know, it's it's already bad when you're getting roasted, right? But when you're getting roasted by a nigga that's cool, <laughs> like you cool about it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like ain't no animation yin and loud or nothing. Like you just going to sit and roast me cool. Like Clay, Clay was like, yeah, he's probably going to be out the league next year. <laughs> like, I'm like, like, yo, what did this man do to deserve this, man? Like what, what was dude trying to accomplish, though, by going over there like that, though? Like what, what was he – I, you know what I'm saying? Okay, hold on, hold on. I, hey, look, man. Let me to get me, my, let me up in it. <laughs> to, go ahead, go ahead, Chris. You got it. Right. So, Fred, you talk about him going over there like that. He didn't even go over there like with his chest pumped up or anything. To me, I mean, it seemed, like that. He, yeah, he, yeah. He, he, I guess he went over there and said what he had to say, um, and that was it. It didn't seem like he was trying to fight nobody or get in right, anybody's right. face, from what I saw. From what I saw, and they, uh, Draymond and Clay calling him tough guy. I'm like, he ain't do, he didn't do anything to act tough to me. So I was like, how soft is the NBA that that is considered tough man behavior? Now, as far as Clay Thompson, my opinion, I didn't like it. And the reason I didn't like it is they probably don't need to get that man a mic. He's a little too comfortable on the mic. But the reason I didn't like it is because no, no, Clay, Clay is gold. Clay has got solid gold, baby. Let Clay rock. 
He be high too. I'm telling you, these niggas be high, man. His the reason I didn't like it is because is to me it's like you almost talking behind someone back. He don't have a chance to defend himself. Had I had this took place on the court, I would have been 100 percent fine with it. To me, that's trash talk. But even in trash talk, it's an unwritten rule, pretty much in sports. Period. That you know what is said on the court, said on the field, stays on the court or on the field. Had that happened on the court, we we never would have known it. It's like um, John Wall and, and Westbrook. Uh, they asked John Wall, "What did Westbrook say to you when they got into it?" it you know, John Wall ain't gonna tell you what they said. They just said it's, it's trash talk. But you know, this man he don't have a chance to, to defend himself. And yeah, you I don't know. I ain't like you talking talking about that man like that on national TV. <laughs> I well, one, it wasn't national TV. It was local, <laughs> but it went viral. Um, and two. <laughs> When you one of the greatest shooters to ever shoot that bitch, you can say whatever you want to say about whoever has something to say about it. <laughs> That's how I feel. Rodney, Rodney, know your place, Rodney. Rodney, come on, what are you doing, Rodney? I'm I'm, I'm getting my Draymond on right now. Rodney, that's that's his name. I ain't gonna lie. I, I, I didn't really know who I didn't really know dude until this. Until this incident, I didn't really pay dude any attention, man. Like I was it's like, you know, who is he talking about? Then they started playing the clip and everything. I was like, oh, this guy. You know what I'm saying? I, did, I didn't even know the guy. So uh, I, I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny, man. I, you know, I think uh, I think Clay has, has found his next uh, career. <laughs> if he if he ever, you know, retires anytime soon, my boy, <laughs> he's pure entertainment on the mic. But see, here's the thing. Y'all ain't kept up with Clay, man. Clay, uh, well. Clay is always high. That's just a fact. <laughs> if you ever listen to him talk, he always spaced the fuck out, yo. I'm telling you, Clay. Clay is, yeah, he's he's entertaining. He's gonna be like a. Uh, do, do y'all watch West Coast games at nighttime? College basketball games with Bill Walton? Nah, mm, some of them. Some. Listen to, listen to him. <laughs> Bill Walton is always high. <laughs> he is always high. He be talking about some other shit. Oh, yeah, I was in the bar with Sidney Portier. Yeah, we had drink. Like, Bill, what are you talking about? <laughs> says, These folks don't know who Sidney Portier is. <laughs> Straight up, he's always uh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see nothing wrong with Clay. Clay and Draymond are, what, two-time champions? Yeah. Two-time champions, right? Yeah. No, three-time champions. The two-time champions. Was it three? They three. They won. They beat Brun. Then they came with KD and beat him twice. Yeah. Yeah. You wait. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Okay. A three-time champs. And one of <laughs> one of those three-time champs is one of the best shooters of all time. Man, you can say whatever you want to say, Rodney. If you lay a hand on either one of them, you're definitely gonna be out the league. Yeah. <laughs> like, what you want to do? For sure. Yeah. Know your role. You come over here and get a job. You could be like that one guy. Hey, Rodney made sure they heard what he wanted them to say, though. Hey, my man. A <laughs> man said, y'all going to hear me tonight. You know what I'm saying? Yo, make sure you hear this right here. I'm going to go over here to your bench and, and get in your favor. <laughs> make sure you hear me, bro. Like, I don't know. Was it that serious to, you know what I mean? 
And like Drake and like Draymond Green said, be a be be a fake be a fake tough guy. Right, right. Rodney, Rodney, you supposed to be building relationships, Rodney. <laughs> like, come on, Rodney. The Warriors got a team full of motherfuckers I've never heard of in my life. And the Pistons do too. <laughs> but uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, but that was funny though. That was classic. Two percent, but more importantly, they hold the Pistons under forty percent. What's McGruder doing over there? Is a little scuffle here. Talking about one, and then everything seems to be okay oh there. Clay's figuring out what, what, what's going on over there, Clay. Rodney McGruder. I don't know. This dude might be out the league soon. He's probably mad about that. Who knows? Wow. Shots fired. <laughs> over here checking my guy. Uh, you good? Everybody seems to be okay, yes. and everybody's going to their respective locker rooms there. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> oh, so that will that will end it right there. But That's savage. <laughs> Five over warriors. here trying to start something like he's a good player or something. It's like, bro, easy. get out of here. You might be a, sorry. All right, we're done. Easy. <laughs> I'm, I'm pulling you away verbally. <laughs> That's the stuff that kills me. You know, you just yeah. can't. I can't do anything. I'm just. I'm in a boot right now. Hey, Clay, look at this. Steph is slow. Walking. All right, where we at? Where we at? Where we at? We we at. A, so, did, did we leave out anything? Uh, we talk about Dallas and the anthem. Oh, damn. I thought we was going to touch on that early, too. Uh, how y'all feel about that? Well, you know, uh, this, this is my thoughts. This is my, this is my initial thoughts. But now now, now, I think Mark Cuban is backpedaling a little bit. He, he's, back, he's backpedaling a little bit, though. But originally, you know, said they made a decision after consulting with Adam Silva or whatever. Uh, but it sounds like they were, they were planning to, you know, pl- play the national anthem all along. They were just testing to see how – how people would take it, you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of they're coming out kind of saying like, now we were going to start back playing it anyway or whatever. But my, my whole thing about the, the issue is nobody even paid it any attention until people started like coming about it or talking about it. Like nobody even cared, you know? So, so like, is it really a, is it really a big issue or not? You know, cause pe- nobody really cared about it until somebody started voicing, voicing it. So, so it, it's, it can't be that big of a thing to play, the national anthem or whatever, but it's become so politicized and all that stuff. So uh, it, it, the NBA has come out and making them, making them, you know, uh, play the anthem and and making sure the players stand and all that stuff. But like I said, I think it was, if if nobody would have said anything, nobody would have cared, you know. Yeah, and I my, my other my other thing about it is the NBA has always had like a policy about the anthem, right? They always had a policy uh, t- that. Players had to stand or whatever. They always had a policy. Like NFL doesn't have a policy about it. It's a great area. NBA does have a policy. So the NBA, that's what I'm saying, they didn't enforce their own policies until until it became a media a media topic. You know, like why didn't they enforce it before it became a, talk, a talking point? You see what I'm saying? So so how how much does it really matter that you – I won't say it doesn't matter, but how much does it really matter to the NBA – if they play it or not, you see what I'm saying. So, uh, I just think, I just think, uh, you know, it, 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 um, you dead on, Fred. You dead on. Like it's like if you have a policy in place, you have to adhere to this policy. You don't adhere to the policy once it becomes public record. Like, no, you have a policy in mm-hmm. place. Just like if a player violates um, uniform guidelines. Mm-hmm. That player is going to be fine 
whether one person watches it or a million people watch that game. That player is going to be fined for violating his uniform policy. So you have a policy about the flag. Okay, cool. It, it shouldn't have took so, – because uh, the Mavs played 13 games before somebody noticed it. And it's the same situation with Kaepernick. Kaepernick was kneeling for, like, weeks. Then somebody noticed, and all of a sudden, now everybody is mad. Like, no. No, if, if it's an issue – it's an issue from the start. Right. You can't create an issue on a 13th mm-hmm. week. Like, you, all you telling me is you really don't give a fuck about this shit. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so, I, I mean, I, I agree with y'all in the longer belt way. Like, yeah, that, right. nobody cares. And the right. people that care, care right. because you're racist. You care because if, if I guarantee if the NHL... Or um, MLB was to do yeah, this, yeah. it wouldn't they be as big of an uproar. Yeah, yeah they, they care about leagues that's dominated <laughs> by black men. So that's, I mean, that's bullshit. Call a spade a spade, yo. And I feel like Adam <laughs> Silver has done a, he has done a great job since he's been a commissioner of the NBA, but I feel like he dropped the ball on this one. Because on this one, you can't, you can't um, give us this, this freedom, but limit our freedom as well, if if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it ain't enough to just like let us put equality on the back of our jerseys or whatever the cute ass sayings they put on the back of the jerseys. Like, nah, this is a real issue. And Mark Cuban, shout out to Mark Cuban, he's doing something. And what I feel like he did. Oh, man, well, I, I thought you were still finishing your point, but. What I was thinking was, I thought uh, I thought Mark Cuban was gonna hold more firm to not playing it though. I honestly thought he was gonna be more like, no, nah, we're we're not playing it this season or something like that. You know, more more firm with it. But but he did kind of like once they once they kind of started like like coming out, you know, trying to like you know enforce it or whatever. He didn't really. He just kind of like get, caved in a little bit or kind of like backpedaled. Like you know, we were we was planning to play it all along. It wasn't an attempt to, you know, do this and do that. It was just a, just a, uh, just a, 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 you know, thing to just see how people would react. He, he act like they were going to play as soon as the fans came back. So I just kind of feel like he backpedaled a little bit on it, you know, so I thought he was going to hold more. Cause fun. he didn't want to get fined. <laughs> well, right. Well, that's what it was. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not it. That's the thing I love about Mark Cuban. Mm-hmm. Mark Cuban ain't never gave a fuck about the rules and regulations. Yeah, I agree. And in this instance, I don't think he gave a fuck about the rules and regulations. Uh-huh. I feel like he was uh, he he did something to create dialogue. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me at all if he come out in the following weeks and be like, "Okay, so now we're talking about it." Um, so, so you want to keep the politics because I believe I heard him talk about this as well. He said, you want to keep the politics out of sports. Okay. Well, that flag is politics. Mm-hmm. So now we got to talk about it. Now we got to come to the table and have a discussion about this. I think Mark, Mark Cuban, he ain't a billionaire cause he's stupid. I think he's a brilliant man. And I think this was his way, his clever way in creating dialogue about a conversation that we need to have because nobody really cares about the flag. Uh, 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 the national anthem. Nobody cares about that, yo. When you at home and you watching a game and you watching the Super Bowl and they do the national anthem, unless it's a singer you know, 
You're not sitting there watching that shit. <laughs> you getting chips and dip. What was you doing when, when uh, the only reason I watched the national anthem doing a Super Bowl is because Jasmine Sullivan was singing partly. <laughs> I wanted to hear Jasmine Sullivan. Yeah, yeah. And only you know what I'm saying? Like I I I think I think I'm a go ahead, Chris. I just said the only time I watch an anthem is when I want to make sure 100 percent I don't miss the uh jump ball tip off. <laughs> and it, it and it's normally a big game, right? It's like game seven or it's the the final game in the NCAA or it's the Super Bowl. It's something like that, right? Yeah, because we're not gonna see the we're not gonna see the anthem otherwise. If I turn on a, a T a T on a TNT on Thursday night game, I ain't gonna see the anthem. Right. Right. Well, league league pass. I see I see every anthem. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I change the channel every time. Oh man. Yeah, you know. Uh, so this is uh, the last thing we got here. What, what do y'all think about Rose going back to New York? I want Rose, but I want Rose to end in Chicago. <laughs> That's it. New York is cool. Um, I I know, like I told you when you when you hit me up with it, I like told you Thibodeau loves Derrick Rose. He loves Derrick Rose and he loves Jimmy Butler. Those are his guys. Mm-hmm. But I want Rose. I, I feel like we coming to an end, and and it's fuck. Rose is one of the most tragic stories in in NBA history, mm-hmm. even more so than Penny and Grant Hill. I think. Um, yeah. I, so I just want I, him to end yeah. back up in Chicago. I, I don't think it's going to do shit for, uh, New York. I think y'all are bottom feeder <laughs> team. Y'all suck. Um, <laughs> but I did watch, I did, I did, I did watch part of y'all game tonight. And I watched y'all that quickly kid, the Ricky y'all got. I, mean, I guess it's cool. I just want him to end up in Chicago. We belong, yo. Love Derek Gross. I, I mm-hmm. think I think he'll he'll be good for New York uh, because they got a lot of young players. I, because they got a lot of young players and him being a veteran, I think he'll he'll help those young guys grow. Uh, as far as them winning, I don't think he's gonna help them win anything, but I think it's gonna be beneficial to those guys' career long term. Uh, honestly, I'm for two, honestly I'm glad he didn't go to the Clippers. Or but I would like to see him end up with a contender to where he can have a chance to win a ring. Uh, that's one of them guys I want to see get a ring or have a chance to win a ring before they retire. And uh, I know he ain't going to have a chance in New York to win a ring, but uh, I wish, you know, I'm glad he didn't go to the Clippers or somebody like that. But uh, I wouldn't mind him. LeBron, LeBron fan. LeBron fan. Nah, man, you know, the Clippers need a point guard. Tell the Clippers truth, need man. a point guard, man. <laughs> Clippers need a point guard, dog. They, uh, Pat Bev ain't it. <laughs> no, you know. You know, you know, going to the Clippers, right? Who is that? Rondo. Oh, we ain't worried. We ain't worried about Rondo. We ain't worried. Okay, go ahead, go ahead, Chris. <laughs> uh, Chris, Chris, Chris. What you think about it? What you th- this, this your team, nigga? Um, for us to get Derrick Rose for a player that we weren't playing anyway <laughs> is a win. <laughs> but definitely uh, a win. <laughs> I don't see – I know obviously he's going to get minutes since we're we're trading for him. I really don't see – because 
no, Derrick Rose isn't the best shooter. I still say he shoots better than um than Alfred Payton. <laughs> so, so so that's a yeah, that's an upgrade. That's you know that that's an upgrade there. But now I do see I I do think he's going to help mentor uh, the young players. But I mean his game. Yeah, I'm thinking his game versus what just what Peyton does for us already. I mean, he's he's a better shooter than, but we still need someone who can. He's a better playmaker who can knock down the three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Now, one thing I, I'll give Peyton credit for, which is a reason I think that Peyton has continued to start this whole time, is that Peyton will get out there and play hard and play defense, which is why I think he's been starting uh, this this whole season so far. Hey, Chris. I got to tell you something, Chris. You ain't even from New York, but this is the most New York shit ever. <laughs> We're talking about this bum-ass team. <laughs> 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 ain't going to do shit. <laughs> ain't going to be shit. <laughs> And we're talking about this bum-ass team. Like, you just had to get the Knicks in there. (laughs) (laughs) The fucking Knicks. Uh, I ain't going to make it about the Knicks. I'm going to make it about D-Rose, man. I think, depending on how much promise y'all seeing that Quirkly kid or whatever his name is, uh, Kirkley, the kid from Kentucky, depending on how much promise y'all seeing him, I think their Rose be a great mentor because even with Detroit drafting that kid out of France with a seven pick, Derek Rose, he told him when he came in, I'm not here to compete with you. I'm here to make you better. Um, so with him understanding that role, I think if we can, we can, if, if this podcast is still popping two, two, three years from now, we can, we can talk about the Knicks then, Chris, but now, mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, I ain't gonna lie, man. The Knicks, the Knicks, better than I thought they would be, though. Hey, they are. <laughs> uh, man. man, hard on the Knicks. Oh uh, yeah, they better than I thought they would be, though. They better than I thought they would be, though. So I give them that. I don't think they're gonna win nothing, but they better than I thought we would be because I said it was the worst team in the East <laughs> on paper. Right. Yeah, man, y'all'll be all right. Uh, Derrick Rose, like I said, he'll he'll. He'll provide good leadership, and uh, he he gonna he's gonna play hard, and he's gonna he's gonna do the right thing. So uh, I don't th- I just don't think he equate the wins, and I think my guy need to go ahead and get on a contender and try try to go for go for one before he's before he's done. He ain't got that many more years left. Maybe one, one or two at the right. most. So, uh, but yeah, man, uh, it's been I guess you know this is a this is another one for the. For the people, man, it's another podcast down, guys. You know, uh, a lot to cover. We covered a lot, you know, well over time. Uh, but we had a good time. We had fun with it. But, uh, but yeah, man, it's been real, y'all. We're gonna we're gonna go ahead and get on out of here, and we're gonna uh, catch y'all next time. Peace. Peace.